Welcome to another edition of the Papa Cash Giants Cast. All views of the Papa Cash Giants Cast do not reflect those of the New York Football Giants. We're joined by Giants third-year center Weston Richburg as the Giants get ready to play Washington on Sunday in Washington, game number 16 of the NFL season. Look, you've been here two years. You endured a couple of tough seasons where things just didn't go right, especially last year, so frustrating. What's it feel like to know that you're playoff bound? It's a totally different feeling. Um, you know, like you said, I've never been here before. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team that haven't been there before. We're still pretty young, but um, there's a lot to play for still. You know, usually at this time, the last two years, were, the games were meaningless and there was, uh, you know, there was nothing to play for. But now uh, we're heading into, you know, the last week and then uh, playoffs the next week. So it's an it's exciting feeling and uh, really it feels like a whole new season is about to begin. Take me through Christmas Eve because you know that if New Orleans wins the game, you guys are automatically in. You don't have to play a game. You had played the game on Thursday night, disappointing loss in Philadelphia. What was your Christmas Eve like? I mean, were you watching the game? Were you following it closely? How'd you how'd you handle it? Well, I mean, we were we were not happy uh, that that we couldn't clinch it ourselves uh, in, in Philadelphia, but uh, we were aware of uh, you know of the game with uh, New Orleans and Tampa. I was watching it a little bit off and on. Uh, saw what the score was. Saw New Orleans was, was up pretty big there, uh, close to the end of the game. And then uh, you know we were kind of texting back and forth with some guys and kind of when it happened, you know, kind of you know wishing congratulations to each other and and really kind of expressing our excitement, um, but. Uh, you know, any any way you can get the opportunity to play in the postseason is big time. So we're really excited about it. All right, you got this one game that you got to play now against Washington. They got everything to play for. Uh, look, they've got one sack in at least every game this year. They got 37 total. They got guys that can get after the quarterback. You know, despite the fact that you're in and this game means nothing as far as positioning, they're they're playing it. They got something to play for, and you don't want to get embarrassed out there. So, what's it been like this week in practice, and sort of the mindset of this team getting ready for this game? Our mindset is it's it's a division opponent, a division game. Um, you know, we, we're not we're not going to go into this lightly. Um, you know, they beat us. They're the only team to beat us at home this year. Um, so we really want to really want to go into their place and steal one from them. Um, so we understand what they're what they're playing for and and what type of game it's going to be. So we got to come out ready to play, ready to be physical with them. You know, the fans and even media say, "Well, they should just sit everybody, rest everybody." There's not enough guys on the team to do that. I mean, some of you guys are going to have to go. Yeah, we're we're not we don't have like I said we don't have that mindset at all. You know, my mindset is to go in. I'm playing a full game, um, and, and I would say that every other guy uh, on our team feels that way as well. All right, so you, you you get drafted by the Giants. You're from Texas originally. You still hold that shot put record, by the way, in Texas. Uh, well, it's not it's not the uh, state record. It's you know I have the record of my high school, um, but that year I threw. It, it won my division, which was we were two A out of five, and then I think it was like the third best throw in, in the state that year. Um, but I think I do hold the record of my high school, and I don't think it'll be broken for for a very long time. All right, what, what got you in the shop put, by the way? Man, I I, I spent I guess my sophomore and junior year of high school I couldn't play football because my knee was messed up, so. Um, couldn't play basketball either, so I went and decided to do to do track, and then I really fell in love with it. And you know, the, especially shot put, because you you really just get kind of pissed off, and then just chunk a big metal ball as far and as hard as you can. So uh, you didn't have to run very much. So I think that was two of the uh, deciding factors in me, uh, sh- you know, throwing shot put. 
Do you feel comfortable now completing your third year uh, transitioning into the New York area, the Giants culture? You know, you see O'Hara walking around in the building. Uh, David Deal is always around. There's always guys around. Um, do you feel like you're now part of that lineage? I, I do, man. And it, the, the, having those guys around makes you feel very, very comfortable, very welcomed. Um, you know, they've been through it. They know what it's like to be a giant. Um, they, they, you know, they brought brought us in. Um, still talk to those guys every every time you see them. Um, and uh, you know, you're kind of able to bounce questions, you know, ideas off of them because, like I said, they've been through it. They know how to handle certain things here that are in different other organizations. So it's really uh, a valuable uh, relationship to have those guys here. You know, one of the things that those guys used, I think it was going into the 07 season, people said that they couldn't win because they had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. They went on in 2008 to lead the NFL in rushing uh, as a team. You guys have, uh, you, you, you have to have heard, you know, the criticism this year. Do you guys talk about that much, and is it a chip on your shoulder, or you just try to block it out? We, you know, it's it's been said countless times about us, and really to, it's it's to the point it doesn't bother me you know people people have to find something to talk about and i guess we're just an easy target for them to talk about so you know we're we're not we don't focus on what's said about us outside of this building so um you know that's a perfect example of what you what you were talking about the guys in 07 and 08 so um we really got to just put that stuff you know uh just put that in the back of our minds and really not focus on that just focus on what we can control you know, Coach McAdoo has said it in his press conference. It feels like people don't want to listen to the fact that there's more to the running game than just the offensive line. There's more to protection than just the offensive line. The tight ends have to be involved. The receivers have to do a better job blocking. And then the running backs have to read their keys. Uh, so there, there's a lot of things that come into it. Is it encouraging when you look at your play as a group up front that you are creating opportunities? Now, whether they get capitalized on or not is out of your control. That's the, that's the whole thing. There's so many moving parts to to the running game, but we can only can control what we can control. So that's that's what we're focusing on is is our part of the run game, making sure that we do the best we can each and every time to give the other guys the opportunity to make something happen. So that's that's what we focus on is making sure we have our job uh, done properly, so we can give those guys the you know the opportunity to set up their blocks, set up their their holes to run, make things happen. Can you talk uh, the to get, explain to the audience a little about the cerebral part of this? Because defenses have become so multiple. There's so many different packages. You've got to read protections. Obviously, you've got Eli with you to help you out there, uh, which can't hurt. But how much studying do you do a week? Uh, you know, I like to watch, I like to do extra studying. We spend a lot of time talking scheme, watching film, uh, scheme wise during the week with our coaches. But I like to come back uh, and watch full games by myself. You know, watch uh, personnel, and then also watch you know different, like you said, different packages. You know, it's important for me to know situation. You know, what the situation is for that certain play, what kind of defensive personnel they'll be in, what kind of defensive front they're in. Um, and then I'll kind of go through, you know, certain plays we may have against that look and, uh, you know, just try to prepare myself the best. Uh, so when it becomes game time, uh, you know, I kind of know what to expect and know how to direct guys in the proper way. Who's the vocal leader of your group? 
Oh man, I think I think there's uh, you know, there's several guys that uh, are able to come in and be vocal, and guys listen. You know, I think uh, you know obviously me as as a center, I have that position you know thrust upon me anyways because you know I'm I'm directing like we've talked about directing guys, you know, telling them uh, what we're doing, where to go. So I've kind of you know uh, had that thrust upon me, but then have kind of taken it and. Um, felt that I can be a little more vocal as well you know Justin does a good job of being vocal he's a, he's a you know he's the uh the has the most experience as a giant on our line so guys that obviously respect what he says so I would say there's several guys that that are able to really speak and you know have their words listened to and respected how much in-game adjustment do you guys make just amongst yourselves uh well you know I would say uh, a very high percentage of uh, of our plays, uh, we make adjustments, um, whether it be from Eli or whether um, you know we've got to change like a blocking scheme. There's there's uh, I, I would think it's safe to say close to ninety percent we're we're having to adjust something. So it, it's happening a lot. Do you guys that will say, hey, listen, look, this guy's doing this. We can get him on this. Let's make sure. You know stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, if if uh, you know if something works against a guy um, that we need to change, we'll change it to you know try to uh, you know make that better for us. You know, um, but most of the time it's you know uh, most adjustment we make is from Eli to us protections and and run game, getting everything you know kind of pointed in the right direction. Have you had a chance to really immerse yourself in New York City and enjoy it, or do you kind of? Stay to yourself a little bit. It's still a little scary to me. I, I come from a smaller town, so it's uh, it's pretty intense over there. Um, we like me and my wife like to go uh, to some sporting events. Um, we're actually uh, depending on when our playoff game is. We're going to try to go to the uh, the PBR rodeo at Madison Square Garden next week, and uh, we'll go to some food spots. But uh, it's still a, a pretty intimidating place for me. The rodeo. What what sporting events have you really enjoyed? Uh, you know, I like to go to the Knicks games. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, I don't follow basketball a lot, but just to sit so close to that game, you kind of get understanding and a appreciation for how physical that game is, even though they don't, you know, it's not like football, but th- those guys are extremely physical. Uh, and it's a whole nother breed of athlete. You know, there's tall, lanky guys that, that can jump out of the building. So it, it really kind of helped me gain a new appreciation for the sport. Speaking of athleticism, when you watch the tape as a group, or even when you're on the field and you know you've completed your block, Eli's thrown the ball, and now you're looking up after you've just engaged in hand-to-hand combat with some dude who's like 323 pounds and five foot six. Do you marvel at what Odell can do down the field? Yes. Yeah, he's he's very impressive. And you know, I came from a small college, small high school, um, so you know maybe we didn't have the the uh the players like we do in the NFL but this guy's um very special does some ridiculous things that I've never seen before and um I think he's uh one of the best in the league and um has a has a great career ahead of him so um this is how we like to wrap up the Papa Cast Giants cast obviously you know, physical fitness, conditioning, being in optimum shape. It's a long, grueling year from the start of training camp. We're in our 17th week now. You got a game on Sunday, and you got to get ready for the postseason. So you got to be mindful of what you put in your body. Um, how diligent are you from a from a diet standpoint? I think I'm pretty good. Um, you know, I like to keep it really low carb and. Um, if I'm going to do carbs, I do it on particular days, maybe before a big uh, work day, before a game, obviously. 
um, but like to keep it low, um, drink really just water, no Cokes or anything, uh, no alcohol. So I like to think I'm pretty strict on, on what I eat. All right, so now you get a chance to cheat, whether it's in-season, bi-week cheat day, or off-season where you're just out of your workout routine for a bit. What's your go-to cheat meal where you're not worrying about anything except the taste of the food? The the one I the one I would go to the most and have gone to the most is uh, chicken and dumplings. My wife makes a really good chicken and dumplings, and then I will probably stop at Dunkin' Donuts to get a dozen donuts on the way home. Uh, and it's possible that I finish maybe six to six to seven donuts before I get home. So I get really excited about the donut part of my cheat meal. Unlike Hanks, who would knock off all dozen. Um, all right. So would you have an adult beverage with that? Uh, you know, I don't know. It just depends. You know, I, I, I do like, um, I like Dos Equis. I think it's a good beer, so I might have one of those, but I, I wouldn't get carried away with them. Um, more of a, more of a, just a water guy. All right. So your wife has made this gigantic vat of chicken and dumplings. You got the fresh baked Dunkin' Donuts, whatever kind you like, sprinkles, no sprinkles. It's just regular glazed donut. Simple, like a center, like an offensive lineman, no frills. So we've got Dunkin' Donuts. Mr. Dunkin' himself has baked you an unlimited supply of glazed. And we're going to put you in a room, and the doors will remain locked, and you can invite three people to sit down at this dinner table, and what's said in this room will never leave the room. Who would be the three people you would love to pick their brain and find out who and what they're all about and listen to their stories? Man, I'm going to have... I'm going to have Jesus Christ there. He's going to be my number one. Then I'm going to have George Strait because I'm a huge George Strait fan. Uh, and then I would have my grandpa. My grandpa passed away when I was a senior in high school. So I would have him come back and uh, have dinner. I think that would be three people that uh, would be a very interesting uh, dinner conversation experience for sure. Grandpa, George Strait, and Jesus, and we know who would say the grace there. That's right. We do. We do. <laughs> Wesley, we appreciate a couple minutes. Good luck this week. Congratulations on the postseason, and best of luck in the second season. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's Giants center Weston Risberg joining us on this edition of the PapaCast Giants Kiss. Make sure you join us early next week. We'll review the Washington game and get you set for the postseason. Tell all your friends to subscribe to the PapaCast Giants Cast.